This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today we have a celebrity makeup artist all the way from California. You should see her background. It's gorgeous. And she's made up some of the biggest Hollywood celebrities. And she's not only a world-renowned makeup artist with a dazzling celebrity clientele, but she also works with high-end glossy magazines and big-name brands. Her name is Christina Flack. And her celebrity clientele includes people like, get this list, and there's more, Condoleezza Rice, Hilary Swank, Isaiah Washington, Melissa McCarthy, Rita Moreno, Renee Zellweger, Tyler Florence, and more. She has been featured in Vogue magazine, People, Time, and Elle, as well as campaigns for Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, Neiman Marcus, Macy's, and Bloomingdale's. And she's also the creator and CEO of her own makeup brand, Pretty Girl Makeup. Love that name. As well, Christina writes articles detailing the must-know tips, tricks, and hacks of the makeup, wellness, and nutrition industries. As well as creating a successful career as a makeup artist, she is also a devoted single mother of four and a philanthropist who has used her platform to raise funds for various philanthropic causes such as children's education and sepsis awareness. Christine has participated in numerous podcasts, TV, radio, magazine interviews to raise awareness for the causes she holds close to her heart. She started the Beau Friedman Outdoor Classroom at the Edna McGuire School in Mill Valley, California, raising money for the baby Bow and Ken Flack Educational Funds at the Northern Light School in Oakland, California. Christina uses her platform to promote the importance of feeling beautiful from the inside out. She inspires women to be the best version of themselves and how to overcome life's greatest obstacles. I have so many questions for her. Christina Flack, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Wow, that was so nice. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Well, you did all of this great stuff. So we love to share that because you've done all of this beautiful work. Christina, as I mentioned, you're a world-renowned celebrity hair and makeup artist based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Is that correct? Is that still where you are? Or you're in Arizona right now. I am in Scottsdale right now. Oh, Best place ever. Yes. Can you take us all back to the beginning? Did you always love doing this as a little girl? How did you get into the beauty biz? I started working first on myself and my friends and my cousins. And then I worked on my mom. She had stage four brain cancer and had lost her hair and her skin was discolored. And one night she was going out on a date with my dad. And I just said, oh, mom, let me do your makeup, even though I had no idea really what I was doing. And she didn't have that many makeup products. But miraculously, I made her look and feel like her old self, which I think to this day is one of the best parts of my job is making people feel like the best versions of them. And sometimes they've never even seen themselves the way I can transform them. But it's really important when one is doing makeup for someone that you really listen to them because... I may know what's correct on how they should look, but if they're not feeling comfortable with that, they're not going to appear well in front of the camera or whatever it is they're doing. So it's, it's a fine dance between making them look fantastic, but feel fantastic. I, because it can be distracting for them when they go in front of the camera if they're not accustomed to how they're looking. Of course. A lot of people are in the beauty business, but they don't become celebrity hair and makeup artists. And you did. So were you attracted to the glam and glitter? Did you fall into it or were you sort of motivated to be part of that world? Oh, I'm not going to lie. Of course, I like the glitz and the glamour <laughs> on celebrities. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, but when you become a makeup artist, you're not a celebrity makeup artist until you actually work on some celebrities. So that took me quite a long time to get to that place. So, and I'm trying to remember who was my first celebrity and I, I don't re seem to remember, but um, I have a very lovely list of clients that I adore and that I've worked with. And my longest client is definitely Tyler Florence. He's a celebrity chef here in the States. Uh, yeah. He's world renowned, but uh, he, I've had Tyler for over 15 years. So 
We finished a uh, a great food truck race last spring all over uh, Southern California, and that was fun. And I do, you know, wherever he is in the Bay Area, San Francisco, where we live, I will go there. We just did a also a Williams Sonoma ad that's going to be coming out in December for the holidays, which was fun. Yes, he's so much fun. He's like my brother, and we just laugh so hard and have too much fun and we get paid. We're always like, like you, you're getting paid? How lucky are we? <laughs> and how great is it? I bet the dinners after the shoots oh. on set, the dinners and the wine, you say Sonoma and I, oh, I've got all kinds yes. of great memories of that place with my husband. Oh, wow. And you're yes. right, you're, you're in it. So that must be so fun. You've really had a fascinating journey as a celebrity makeup artist working with some major A-list Hollywood celebrities. I mentioned some of them off the top. And I wonder if I mention a couple of stars that you've worked with, if you can give me a few words to describe them or tell me what it was like working with them. So Hilary Swank. Yes, she was probably my most challenging client. Um, But I was so honored to be selected to be her makeup artist because it was for the Bulgari event in uh, San Francisco. And so Christian Dior sent me the makeup and Bulgari selected me. So that was quite an honor. And, And it was featured in Us Magazine as a before and after, which was such a thrill. And no, she was great. It was so much fun. It's always fun meeting these people. Of course. Did you design the makeup? Like when you do a celebrity, is it something that you'll talk about with them beforehand to see what they like? Or is this something that Christian Dior says, okay, I have a certain design in mind. I want red lips. Like how do you come up with the design? I really look at each individual face and figure out how I'm going to make them look like the best versions of themselves. Uh, That particular day, her skin was being problematic. So we had to, you know, get that evened out. And then, you know, her bone structure is beautiful and make her lips gorgeous and her eyes stick out. And she ended up looking fantastic. I'm very proud of that, uh, of working with her. That's so cool. Rita Moreno. Now, oh my God. Is this the same Rita Moreno? Yes! Like West Side Story. It and not is. only the original, which she won an award for, but I'm thinking about the most current West Side Story version where she also played the character, I think of Doc or whatever, the person who runs the store. So she was back again playing another character and was brilliant in it. And I'm just like, I can't get over it from the beginning of her career to later on in her career, still looking beautiful. What was it like doing Rita? Well, let's just start with Rita is this tiny little woman and she's 90 years old and stunning. And it was for People Magazine. It was with a really famous photographer was shooting it. And so that was, again, huge highlight of my career to work with Rita Moreno, be in People Magazine. Um, and just to work on that gorgeous face. And the lighting was amazing. I loved what she was wearing. She had her daughter's jewel, her daughter's a jeweler. So she had on a piece oh. of that. And um, really, truly, I mean, to work with someone like Rita Moreno is just, I mean, she's got uh, Academy Award Emmys. She's got everything. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Went to her house in Berkeley, <sighs> which is uh, not too far from my house, about half hour away. So yeah. Wow. That yes. is so cool. I can't believe you're saying how old she is because she does not look that old at all. Like I would right? give her like maybe 60, 58. <laughs> Absolutely. And her mom, she is so on it. She is so spicy and funny and uh, really, really, really fun lady. So cool. So Renee Zellweger, also pretty cool. Renee Zellweger, Chicago and 5 million other fabulous yes. films. Great bone structure on her too. Yes. What was it like doing her makeup? Well, I actually, she actually uses my products. So my friend, Kari Hagar, Sammy Hagar's wife, when Renee was married to Kenny Chesney, I gave Kari makeup to give to Renee. And so Renee used my lip gloss and lipsticks and um, sent me a beautiful handwritten note. And so that was really fun. That's very, very cool. I got to mention some guys. Okay, Tucker Carlson. Oh, I love Tucker. (laughs) Tucker is such a hoot. I really had no idea who he was. I did his makeup and grooming, as we call it, for men. And Dana Perino, who was ex-press secretary for under President Bush at uh, the Facebook headquarters with Mark Zuckerberg, who, by the way, declined my... (laughs) He declined using me. He's like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm perfect. That's the only celebrity I've had that declined using my my makeup. Yes. You know who was great? Johnny Weir. Love him. Oh, Love, love, love him. Yes. He's so fun, eh? 
so yes. great when you just work Love with a great him. person and and it's just more than the makeup like you end up becoming friends and it's, we were you know, it's, yeah we watched what were we watching i think scandal i was with him <laughs> for three days and so as we were doing the makeup we were watching scandal but we would text wow. each other like oh can you this is a long a while back <laughs> do you remember what happened can you believe it that's so fun and what about beautiful nicolette sheridan She's lovely too. She's another one that uses my lip gloss products. She's, we were at an event in Las Vegas and that was, she was great. A lot of fun, beautiful face. It's always fun to work on these gorgeous faces. You've got to work on my daughter. My daughter's an actress and singer living I'd in New York. To. I'm going to show you her after the show. Oh, she, I, 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 she, I, she's she a fun face. like you, she must be a beauty. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Oh, oh thank you. So let's talk about the makeup line. You after starting your career in 1995, you founded your own makeup line, as I mentioned off the top, Pretty Girl Makeup, acquiring many notable clientele along the way. Was this name a takeoff on the movie Pretty Woman starring Julia Roberts? Oh, that is one of my favorite movies. But no, <laughs> me too, it me was, too. <laughs> it was more my friend Claudia, who was a German model. We were in all in Hawaii with our kids and sitting by the pool. And it was finally, you remember that time when your kids finally could swim in the pool without you being in the pool and throwing them around for hours. Yes. So she, she said, honey, look it, we're pretty girls. And I said, what does that mean? She's like, no one knows we're mommies for five minutes. Just enjoy it. And I just thought that was so hilarious because uh. as a mom of so many kids, I'm driving around and I'm drinking water, hearing, you know, shoveling them around and I, my lip gloss can't come on. It just doesn't stay on. And such problems I have. But uh, anyway, I just thought that is the perfect name for my company because it kind of is my alter ego. I'm this mom and I work and I'm doing all these things, but I also like, oh God, I would love to be a pretty girl in Saint Tropez sipping <laughs> champagne and having a pretty lunch. So wow. uh, that's why oh. I did it. I, I thought it was fun. I was so inspired by the women that created Benefit Cosmetics and all the funny names and great packaging. And I just thought that's what how I want my company to be. If I can make a product called Rich Husband or Private Jet <laughs> and someone giggle for one second, like that's great. That's so fast. Can you describe the brand Pretty Girl Makeup? What characterizes it from all the other makeup lines? Well, it is created by me and I worked personally with a beauty chemist for over a year to formulate the lip glosses and the different products, mm. right? We've kind of uh, shrunk it down to lip glosses at the moment. We've had everything, but right now I am working on a new line with my partner called I'm Too Busy. <laughs> so I am working on a new line that is going to be everything. It's going to have eyeshadows, eyeliners, brows, mascara, everything. So it's a lot of work, oh. but it's a lot of fun and uh, naming new products, creating them so and fun. figuring out when they're going to be coming out in uh, 2023. So it's a really great time. And I just got signed with Ford New York, Miami, Los Angeles, and Chicago. They represent me. They're my new agents. Awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank wow. you. So you're going to work with supermodels. Have you ever worked with Cindy Crawford or any of the top supermodels? I have supermodels? not, but I look forward That's to it. That's next. That's next. Yeah, I hope so. Will you come back in 2023 with your line and we'll promote it like crazy and I'll promote it even now, but I, when oh it's my here, gosh, we'll, absolutely. we'll share it with our listeners. That'd be so yes, fantastic. Thank Love you. that. What do you think motivated you to start your own makeup line? Was it, and I always think, is it like that moment for an author when there's a book that you're dying to read that doesn't exist and you go to the bookstore and you go to that section looking for that book and it's not there. So you write it. Was it one of those things for you? Like, I want to create that perfect pink. I feel like you've got some good pinks happening. I do. I think I do. I'm very <laughs> proud of my colors. I, as I said earlier, a mom driving around, fighting with my water bottle. I couldn't find a lip gloss that would stay on a long time that wasn't drying and matte. And so I thought, oh, it can't be that hard. I'll formulate my own. And it's my friend, Tyler Florence, always said, if we knew how hard it was going to do anything, no one would be, you know, it, it's hard to be exceptional because if you had an idea how long it's going to take, how much money, how much effort, no one would do a damn thing. So it's best you don't know. But <laughs> I enjoyed the journey so much. I enjoyed the formulation, the naming, the packaging, everything. Uh, and, you know, the beauty industry's changed so much since I began. There were no influencers, there was no Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. So I've had to learn to go with the changes and, I wanted all my colors to look good on all the different skin tones. So that's why it took 
you know, over a year because the chemist would send me products and I would test it on my friends and family, send back notes and it went back and forth because I wanted everyone to look good. And it's so interesting with color. It looks different on everyone. I could put a pink on you and I and five other girls and everyone, it's going to look different. So it's kind of neat that way, but I wanted it to look, you know, I wanted them to be flattering on every skin tone. Do you have a favorite lip gloss or beautiful pink that you love to wear, like a color that's just your go-to? They're all my favorite. It's like asking who's your favorite child. (laughs) I love them all, but it just depends. I'm actually wearing um, Love of All Loves. It's kind of a coral, corally pink. And um, Soulmates is, you know, my favorite. Like that's like my top seller. It's like a sheer pink. Nice. And I love Hey Lover. It's like a really cool, like, bluish red and Mm. oh honey is a nice gold i I really i have to say i use all my own products i love them and uh i look forward to formulating new ones it's always fun when you can create new and bring them out into the world it's exciting i love the names also how fun is that choosing the names and being creative and being like so fun i have a notebook that i just i have names like my partner was like, you have to take down Rich Husband. It's so inappropriate. I'm like, that's exactly why I like it. It's, um, it's a lot of fun to create new products and new names. So Christina, I know that you are the mother of five children and you were very happily married yes. to your husband and tragedy struck your life yes. twice. And first of all, I'm very sorry, so sorry to have read about the two tragedies of your life. And I want to ask you how you were able to move forward with such grace in spite of the terrible heartache that you had to suffer? Well, thank you. Um, I think because I have other children that I needed to deal with these situations in the most positive way I could so that my children could, you know, have a happy, positive life. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, thinking about what I'm grateful for instead of what I don't have has been very helpful to me. And helping education and nutrition are big passions of mine for everyone, but especially children. And so I started the Bo Friedman Outdoor Classroom and Mill Valley and the Baby Bo Educational Fund and the Ken Flack Fund at the Northern Lights School. So um, my son, Ben, Bo's twin, last, oh, October and a couple of weeks ago, he raised over $60,000 for his twins educational fund. So wow. I'm so proud of, and it's over 150,000 that he has raised in the last seven That's years incredible. and he's 16 years old. So it's pretty uh, exciting. Um, I think it's great when you're not just telling kids, oh, you should, you know, donate your time and do these things that I actually show them what I do and that they have now, it's Ben's passion now as well to help other kids that aren't as fortunate as he is that are underprivileged and that are getting an amazing education. Wow. You really have been able to focus on the positive side of your story and by example, helping others. Like you're a very outward focused person. I could tell that just when I was reading the research and you have just carried on like again with, I have to say that word grace, with grace and with grit. Oh, thank you so much. uh, I appreciate that. That's very kind. Pretty incredible. You also used your whole platform. So not only are you outward focused and giving back, which in itself is amazing, but even within your own career as a celebrity makeup artist, you use your platform to help women feel beautiful from the inside out. Can you tell us just some tips on how you've been able to accomplish that and to help people with that? Because that's like a headspace thing. That's not just, that's something that lip gloss and some good highlighter won't fix. It's an attitude, right? That's true. And you get it. You really get it. Now you, I have to tell our listeners, Christina's beautiful. So it helps when you're beautiful to start. (laughs) But I think you help people feel beautiful no matter where they're starting from. How do you achieve that? Okay. Well, I think it's important when one is happy on the inside. You can't hide that. And so I think thinking about the things you're grateful for and focusing on the positivity in life. You can look at the world as black or white or good or bad. And so I'm not saying I just look at everything great, but I can find good in every situation. Even the ones that seem like they're happening to us are actually happening for us. So I I don't think anyone wants to be around anyone that is negative and just doom and gloom. And so I think that the life I choose to have is beautiful and happy and Fantastic. And, it, it, and that's what I've created. I've manifested. I, I, I tried. And that's what happens because that's the only way I know how to be. And so 
I'd been really fortunate to be able to work with some different charities. I did a pro bono for a teenage girl that was didn't know how to do makeup. And then she ended up studying abroad because she said she it changed how she felt about herself. And then last month, I worked with women's breast cancer survivors in Marin County, California at a fashion show. And so I did hmm. all the makeup for probably 15 women that have survived wow. breast cancer, well, some form of cancer. So I really, and I do that to honor my mother. And I think I think that's just a great way to, there's always someone that has worse problems than, and I look at my life as so blessed in so many ways. So I think, and it makes me feel good to help other people. And I think it would be morally wrong of me not to use my talents and skills to help other people that don't know how to do makeup and to feel better about themselves. And so I think your second question was, what tips do I have? Yes. Okay. Getting enough sleep, super important. Drinking enough water. You know, I go on and on about green juice, but it does work. Um, (laughs) Moisturizing your face in the morning and in the evening, exfoliating, keeping out of the sun, hat and glasses, sunscreen, reapply, Mm. super important. And putting a smile on your face anytime you enter a room or a situation. It's always going to make you look best. And my makeup tips would be Concealer under the eyes, fill in your brows, a little lip gloss, some blush, eyeshadow, and you always feel a little bit better. What's your favorite beauty hack or tip to help women glow from the inside out? Or maybe you've already answered that by saying be happy. But in addition to be happy, is there a highlighter that you recommend for that glow that all women want to have? I think there are some amazing products that are under $10 that there's like a concealer by Maybelline that comes in like 20 different colors, but it's like a moisturizer concealer. And, Mm. you know, you don't want to put powder under the eyes because it accentuates wrinkles and fine lines. So having a moisturizing concealer to touch up, even if you don't have any other products with you, Q-tips are amazing for cleaning up, applying eyeshadows, lipstick, and cleaning up any mess that goes on during the day. So So those are little things that I keep in my handbag. So cool. Let's talk about ageism for a second. How do you help women combat their fears about aging and help them age gracefully? Like I think about someone like Audrey Hepburn, who's more beautiful than ever. And I I think that's more about the beautiful work that she does in the world and maybe some great poem structure. I don't know. But there's a lot of women who struggle with the ageism situation. I'll admit I'm one of them. So how do you deal with that? I don't really think about my age as a number. It's just a number. It's not how I feel. It doesn't define me. I feel that I have a lot of love in my life. I'm happy. I laugh a lot. I think that really helps. And I'm really secure in my skin. I feel good about my professional life, my personal life. I'm blessed. I'm happy. And and that's what I focus on. I don't think about my age. I just think it's a waste of time to be thinking about some number. And look at Rita Moreno. She's 90 and smoking hot. So... I think the age thing, that's all in one's mind and perspective. And I just don't even pay attention. You just don't pay attention. That's the best. What does your exercise and wellness regime look like? I work out every day, whether it be Pilates, hot power yoga, I hike, I ride horses, I lift weights. I try and do something different all the time so I don't get bored. I think being consistent with my drinking of my water and eating well and what else? Getting enough sleep and rest. I think it's mm-hmm. super, we Huge. as a culture just don't get enough sleep and rest. And so You're I really right. try to get to bed early. So those are, oh, yeah. and eating well and not, oh, alcohol is not your friend. I know. It dehydrates once a you. Week. And then, once a week, a yeah, glass oh, of yeah, wine. for sure. That's but perfect. that's it. I, I so agree with that. I so agree that. Yeah. Do you still get excited by makeup, buying a new lipstick or a new highlighter or gloss? Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I mean, <laughs> companies send me as a makeup artist products and it's yes. like Christmas day. Uh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I do. So I fun. do enjoy it very much. That's so great. What is bliss for Christina Flack? Inner peace, happiness, love, joy, my kids, my guy, just my life. I have a great life and I'm really grateful for it. That's so incredible. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media? 
Uh, if you would like to see Instagram, it's Christina Flack Makeup. And Pretty Girl is P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-M-K-U-P. Uh, we're on Facebook, prettygirlmakeup.com, christinaflack.com if you want to see my portfolio. We are also offering a 25% discount code with the word Pretty Girl, all one word. That's on so prettygirlmakeup.com. Cool. Yes. That's awesome. I want to thank you so much, Christina Flack, for being on the show. Thank it was you. really so much fun having you here. It flew loved by. It. Thanks so much. It really did. I loved it. Thanks for being here. Thanks again. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Finding Your Bliss when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. We're joined now by Canadian crooner extraordinaire, Matt Dusk. And I want to tell you a little bit about him. He is a multi-award winning platinum selling artist. And Matt Dusk has been enthralling audiences all over the world for years, leaving in his wake a series of radio hits, acclaimed albums, and a loyal fan base that continues to grow with every passing year. He has had three number one radio hits, All About Me, Back in Town, and Good News. Matt is also an alumnus of the St. Michael's Choir School, and he studied jazz under jazz piano legend Oscar Peterson at York University. He's been awarded three gold albums, Two Shots, Good News, and Jet Set Jazz, his 2019 album, and three platinum albums, My Funny Valentine, Just the Two of Us, and Old School Yule. Notable award nominations include five Juno Awards, one Addisk, one Rosé Galli, Musica, and a Demande from Troika PR3 in Poland. Matt Dusk, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Great to have you here. Matt, since you were in high school, you always had this dream of following in the footsteps of Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Sammy Davis Jr., and you've really become an internationally acclaimed jazz singer, also who sings big band music, some pop, Christmas classics, all of it. I really felt when I was putting this interview together that you could have been born in another era. Can you take us back to the day that you knew that being a jazz singer specifically was your calling? It's funny that you asked that. I mean, if I was alive back then, we probably wouldn't be doing this call. <laughs> Technology has an amazing way of getting through <laughs> things. But there is definitely a romanticism about the past. I think we all have it. We have great memories. Our memories do, as we get older, they do change. We remember the good things. We do romanticize the past. And I think there was something about that music that kind of brought something to simpler times. Um, there wasn't as many distractions. We didn't have, you know, 5,000 TV channels, multiple devices. There was music and music kind of became the soundtrack of one's life. And as a young kid, I was traveling around with St. Michael's Choir School and think of like you and your, your best friends without your parents. And we'd be on tour buses going from place to place and we would share our music catalog. So a good friend of mine passed along this Sinatra disc, which had songs like The Last Dance, I've Got You Under My Skin, um, Fly Me to the Moon. And just like you said, it kind of makes you want to be from a different era. And what I love so much about the music, it was very romantic. So anybody at any age could really sing this music and it was accessible by all people. So yes, probably around my teenage years is when I started to go, ah, let's go back in time. I wish I was there. You won that Canadian National Exhibition show, Rising Star. I remember that. <laughs> and But I think always you've sort of People that saw you knew immediately that you had all the makings of a star. You have it all. You're extremely talented. 
handsome. You make people swoon. <laughs> you're very cool. And you've got it all down, even down to the suits and the shoes and the look. And really, as, as I said to you before, a previous conversation, let's not go there. You have the it factor that some of the greatest jazz crooners in the world have had people such as Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and Harry Connick Jr. And you can sing anything. And I think part of it is that you have that power of Sinatra, but you've also are able to nail the romantic, minimalistic style of Chet Baker. And you just have the star quality that all of them share. You're now starring in a North American tour. You've been on it for six months now and going strong called Matt Dusk Sings Sinatra. Can you tell us a little bit about the tour? And congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. It's been um, great to be back on the road after two years of kind of things here and there. I mean, we would do like live performances on the internet, but nothing replaces the value of having an entire audience together in one room celebrating the music of something we all love. I mean, I think the audience really doesn't understand the effect of how much they are part of the environment that we're building. I mean, if we just wanted to sing or perform, we do it in the shower. So I always say the audience is like, the most important are like the fifth member of the Beatles, you know, it's like, wow, they make everything roll. <laughs> so when we've been doing our shows, yeah. it's from country to country, continent to continent. We've noticed that although we share, you know, great human values, we also have cultural differences, could be language, could be food, could be whatever. But wherever we go, there seems to be a universal response to this music because I think each individual audience member brings their own memories that are associated with these songs. And when you think about it, you have this room of say a thousand, two thousand people. Each of them has a special attachment to the songs that myself and my band are playing. But it's the energy mm -hmm. of each individual that makes it feel like a tinderbox just ready to explode, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> That's so cool. When you're in a place like New York, and I know New York is one of your stops on this tour, as is Toronto, as is everywhere. You were just in Germany. When you sing New York, New York in New yeah. York itself in Manhattan, is that like the coolest? Well, it's like how often you get that opportunity. It's only in New York. And you think about the words that were written from that great musical, but it's always Frank Sinatra's voice that I hear singing that. And there's always one point where I'll definitely jump into the audience and we'll start doing like the Rockettes. We'll start kicking our feet. <laughs> it makes for a surreal moment for sure. <laughs> your whole show is Matt Dusk sings Sinatra. If you could sit down with one of your greatest inspirations, the man himself, Frank Sinatra, what would be some of the things you would love to ask him? Ooh. <laughs> um, I think if I had to ask Frank anything. It's how he has the ability to be so confident, yet at the same time, so vulnerable. I mean, a lot of people spend their lives building up walls and layers of onions to protect themselves against being themselves, really, because there's mm -hmm. some insecurity. But Frank always had this opportunity where he could become like a normal person. And I think that's what made Frank so accessible because if this guy's on top of the world, number one, you know, crazy fans, successful in whatever way you want to define that, he could also be normal and feel sad and feel confused. And I'd always like to ask Frank how he was able to do that. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. One of your other greatest inspirations and really a mentor was Oscar Peterson at York University. And in fact, your talents earned you York University's Oscar Peterson Scholarship, where you learn from the legendary jazz pianist in master classes, and you graduated from that institution with an honors degree in music in 2002. What was it like to study with and be mentored by Oscar Peterson? So what Oscar did was he was able to, there was an energy about him. He would come to class, and basically all he would really do is talk to us about his life and what he did and where he went. And you didn't really sit down at the piano and go, oh, play like this. He might play a few things and explain why he did a few things whenever it was. But he was always more about the lifestyle of being a musician, meaning how you connect with people, how you touch people's emotions, how to get through the times where are struggling, where as any musician will tell you, it's not all 
private jets and Rolexes. It's sometimes (laughs) a knapsack and a bus, right? I mean, how do you go through months of this, being away from your family, not necessarily eating the best, long hours? How do you get through it? Yes. And he always instilled in us. He's like, listen, it's got to come music top down. If you don't love music, you'll never be able to succeed in it. And he would reiterate that on and on through his storytelling. And just mm-hmm. to be in a room and to have a front row seat to one of the most legendary piano players, let alone one of the most famous ones, it made it feel that if he can do it, then we can do it. And mm-hmm. I still think about him now. Wow. Oh, that's very cool. One of your first breaks, as I mentioned earlier, came when you won the Canadian National Exhibition Rising Star Competition. Was that a trip for you as a young singer at the time? I think when you're young and any sort of climbing is important to building character, also losing is also very important to character. But I think as you get older, you realize that the path to climbing Mount Everest is not straight up. It's constant Mm -hmm. ups and downs. And as a young kid going into this talent competition, of course I wanted to win, but I expected not to just because there was, you know, the, the odds are stacked against you. However, though, having won it was a great indication of how people really could connect to Sinatra's music. Because again, Listen, Sinatra's recorded over 1,100 individual songs, like song titles. There's very few songs from that era he never touched. Mm-hmm. But in the late 90s, after he passed away, there was a resurgence. And I saw this as, um, I don't want to say an opportunity, but I saw it as like, oh, cool. There's other people out there like me who like this kind of music. Nice. Nice. You even starred in a reality TV series called The Casino, where you were cast as a lounge singer at the legendary Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And you were only 25 years old at the time. And you even sang the series theme song. What was it like getting that gig? So again, watching Sinatra and listening to him as a teenager, I mean, Vegas was a big part of his life. And, you know, I always saw myself going down to Las Vegas and experiencing it. But I never expected that to come so early in my career. I thought it would be like, oh, I'd be 58. I could have a showroom there. <laughs> so when I had the opportunity to go down and perform, I was like, absolutely. It was very interesting too, because, you know, Vegas is a very, very fast changing place. I mean, I lived there for four years. And even when I go back now, once a year, it's constantly changing. So having the opportunity to be in a place where Frank Sinatra was king, it was kind of like, oh, cool. I can kind of visit the places he used to go to. I can kind of walk in those footsteps. And it was a big honor. And also it was a big learning experience. Vegas is, mm-hmm. um, it's Vegas. I'll let you figure it out. <laughs> it's, Vegas. <laughs> it's Vegas. That show ended up being canceled and you came back to Canada, overcoming that setback to become an internationally acclaimed singer. And you really started to take off. And I am i know I'm really fast forwarding here, but you did a Sinatra record. Can you tell us about it? And critics have said that they swear that you sound like Sinatra himself. And I'd love our listeners to hear for themselves how you sound in one of the songs that you've chosen to sing for us today. Can you tell us about your gorgeous rendition of I've Got You Under My Skin? So um, in 2019, I had this idea, let's go into the studio, record with a big band. I never really wanted to release a record. I was just actually, I wanted to make an album for myself of the songs I've been singing for like 20 years. Um, so I hire a big band. We're going to do it all live off the floor. I thought we could get maybe six or seven tracks done in the six hours we had to record. And we ended up recording 17 songs and finished early. It was one of the most serendipitous uh, recording experiences I've ever had. It was like we were there in the 1950s or 60s, part of the action. And what was funny, too, is like I brought some scotch and some whiskeys to celebrate. By halfway through, I'm pouring it all for everybody. And (laughs) we had this album. But I was never going to release it. And then COVID happened. And the government shut everything down. And we all had to stay home. And my manager says, hey, you still got that record? And I said, Yeah, it's like people are trying to remember what it was like before this, and we released it. So when you hear the song, I've Got You Under My Skin, that's live off the floor. That's maybe second take. But the energy there feels like 
I can't explain, but beyond say it's a perfect recording because it's emotion. There's errors in it, of course, there's flaws, but you're coming from a moment on the floor that can never be recreated. I can't wait to share this with our listeners. Tell us the name of the album again that this is off of. This is called uh, Matt Dusk Sings Sinatra, and there's two volumes, one and two. Wow. So without further ado, let's hear Matt Dusk singing, I've Got You Under My Skin. Let's have a listen. I've got you. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. That was so incredible, Matt Dusk. Oh my Thank God, you. I just love your voice. I listened to it a couple of times even before this show. I just love it. Wow. So you're in the midst of this phenomenal North American tour. You've just left Germany. You're going all across Canada. You're going to be in New York and California. What do you love about getting back on a stage and getting to do that thing that you love every day? Some nights are easier than others. Again, the audience is a big part of that. I find that when you, as a performer, sing or your instrument and you see people are actually looking at you and they start like grooving with their heads or they start like mouthing the words, you know, they're going to a place that is theirs and is theirs alone. And they've given you permission to see into it. And I think that's the power of music. I think as an audience watching a show, say for myself going to go see an artist or vice versa, there is this non-language communication, meaning the music carries us to different places. So being back on the stage again, is something that you cannot replace in you can't do it on watching YouTube. You can't do it watching a podcast. You can only do it in a theater, in a room with an artist. It's so true. It's absolutely so true. I also love when I read that when you did your album, Jet Set Jazz, Jet Set Jazz has been described as an homage to Sinatra. Yes. And yet recently, you've also been saying that you're relating more to Tony Bennett these days, who stayed committed to his music, but was also madly in love with his wife and his family. And you always write how much you love being at home with your wife and five-year-old daughter, who might be a bit older since this was written. I don't know. But tell us what it is about Tony Bennett that resonates for you. Don't answer that just yet. We're going to go on a short commercial break, and we'll be right back with more of Matt Dusk back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I've been having a delightful conversation with jazz crooner Matt Dusk. And just before the break, I asked you, Matt, what it is about Tony Bennett that resonates so much for you? So I didn't get into Frank Sinatra until basically he died. I think it was in 98, he passed away. When I went down to live and perform in Las Vegas for four years, I shared a showroom with Tony Bennett. So I would have multiple opportunities to chat with him, see his shows. I mean, I had like direct contact with someone from that era. And when you think about Tony, even now, he's still doing it. I mean, I know at a limited capacity, but how many people in their lives can say they've done something for 70 years? And especially something as amazing as art. Mm -hmm. So cool. And he balances it. And do you find that balance difficult or is it something that you strive to achieve all the time? Takes work. Everything in life takes work. Relationships takes work. Friendships takes work. Balance is definitely part of it. I think when I was younger, I think this is the case with most people is they'll sacrifice health for something else. 
could be money, could be fame, could be whatever notoriety. As you get older, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay, mental health, physical health, don't drink too much, but have at least a glass of wine. It's fine. It's called balance. <laughs> so, uh, totally. I need one yeah. now. I need one now because of all of our technical things. You're delightful. But we need some wine for the situation of life right now post-COVID. One of the songs that really got under my skin was this next song that we're going to play. And I don't know what it is about the song Summer Wind, but it's so dreamy, mm-hmm. your version of it. It just makes you feel good. Can you tell us what you love about the song Summer Wind? I mean, as a young kid, I mean, I say like 17 or 18, listening to those Sinatra records, just hearing that 60s organ with um, the Nelson Riddle arrangement, that's like the quintessential Sinatra recording of Summer Wind. I find that that song immediately whisks you away to the swinging 60s. And I mean that by like Count Basie playing with Frank or the when Frank was in his heydays, you know, like the 1960s uh, Las Vegas Sands recording. That song just transports me right mm. back to that time. And that's what I love so much about the song. Mm. It's just, uh, it sends me. So I want to share it with everyone. Here is crooner Matt Dusk singing a jazz favorite, Summer Wind. Let's all have a listen. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song And then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind Like painted kites Those days and nights They went flying by The world was new Beneath the blue Umbrella sky Fence after then A piper man One day it called to you I lost you, I lost you to the summer wind The autumn wind and the winter winds They have come and gone And still the days, those lonely days They go on and on Guess whose sighs, his lullabies Through nights that never end My fickle friend The summer wind Warm summer wind mm, The summer wind The summer wind. I just love your voice. Oh, thank you. And I just love that cover. It's absolutely beautiful. Really, it's just pretty special moment. Oh, it's just it sends me every time, and I'll listen to it many more times as well. Matt, you've said that music is your life. Can you tell us why you love to write songs and why you're never going to stop doing this? Well, I always find music is kind of the soundtrack of your life. I've tried to quit it many times. It just doesn't happen. (laughs) It's just like breathing. And when I quit that, I'll probably be dead. Um, I find that uh, music is like a giant sandbox and you can go into it and build whatever you want. It can be shared with others. You can also be creative and build whatever you want within it. It's very interesting when I meet people that say, I don't listen to music. I feel there's a fundamental gap that uh, we'll never, ever be able to communicate. Saying that, though, the majority of people, the vast majority, have a special place with music. It's been part of our lives, our memories, religion, anything. So when the opportunity comes to write something, um, it's quite difficult because with language, we have 
many, many more words that we can use to create a paragraph or a novel. When it comes to a song, you have about 30 seconds <laughs> to convey everything. But the challenge is there. And uh, always going to try new things because music is where it's at. What is bliss for Matt Dusk? Uh, what is bliss? Good question. Sailing. Love sailing. I've spent a lot of time on the water throughout my life. And it's just one of those places where when the wind goes through your hair, it takes away all the stress. Yeah, lovely. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media and get tickets for your tour to come out and see you live? Obviously, they can go to Matt Dusk. That's my name, .com. They can see all the tickets. I do post stuff on social media every once in a while. I'm pretty uh, not very active on mm -hmm. social media. I like to keep my energy with those people that I actually see. So, for example, in the concerts. or, um, But I do respond to as many comments as I can. I do appreciate when people do take the time to leave a comment. But at the end of the day, that experience of typing will never, ever be replaced <laughs> in sitting in a seat and me either watching an artist or them watching me. Of course. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to see you live. I look forward to that. I want to thank you so much, Matt Dusk, for being on the show today. Great having you here. Thank you for having me. It's been an adventure. <laughs> adventure. <laughs> it has. Thank you. Each week, we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or a musician on the show. If you're a singer, please reach out to us. Also, if you're an author, artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, or really anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. Also, what did you love about today's show? Are there any guests or topics you would like us to feature on Finding Your Bliss? Write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. I'm also a life coach, so if I can help you in any way, please let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And of course, you can always follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. In Bliss News, we are so excited to announce our phenomenal giveaway courtesy of Christina Flack and Pretty Girl Makeup. Pretty Girl Makeup is proudly offering a special holiday gift along with Finding Your Bliss. The winner will receive a special gift valued at $100. And all you have to do to get in on this giveaway is follow us at The Bliss Minute and at Pretty Girl Makeup. I want to spell that for you. That's at Pretty Girl MKUP on Instagram. Just like our contest post and tag two friends in the comments. Good luck, everyone. I would like to thank all of our wonderful guests for being on the show today, Christina Flack and Matt Dusk. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, producer and audio engineer, Naira Amani, audio engineer, Juliana Yanuziello, senior editor, Lauren Kaminsky, video editor, Sierra Brown Rodriguez, audio producer Faz Kazi and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. For everyone here, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.